You're listening to SM Media, the home of exclusive West of Scotland Football League content. Hi folks and welcome to this week's episode of the SM Media West of Scotland Football Show. I'm Scott McPike, it's an absolute pleasure to be your host on the show as always. You can see this week that I am riding solo, um, this is the first kind of review show we're going to do in the new series, so this week we are, I'm just going to do it myself, hopefully you all enjoy it, hopefully I don't talk too much and annoy, you, annoy everybody, but we're going to go through all the action over the weekend in the West of Scotland Football League, There's obviously five leagues to get through. What we'll have as well is, obviously, I was at Glenarfin versus Arthurley on Saturday. So we will have interviews from Glenarfin's assistant manager, Mark Roberts, and the Arthurley manager, Cammy Palmer, as Glenarfin threw a 1-0 victory over Arthurley in their first home game of the season. Just before we get into the, the action on the uh, the leagues this week, I want to just take a wee personal note. I know, obviously, this is obviously, we'll talk about the action, but just... That's the first kind of show I've done, or this kind of thing, and I just want to take the time. People will know through following the social media and obviously knowing myself and kind of members of the community that it's not been an easy easy few months for myself and my family. Obviously, people will know what's happened, and I just want to take this time to personally thank everybody, all the clubs in the West of Scotland who have sent so many fantastic messages and thoughts and prayers and things like that. It's been so nice to... It's been so humbling as well because, like that, obviously the big thing we we run in the channel is kind of building relationship with clubs and managers and players, and to have so many people sending me and my my family as well, like some thoughts and things like that. It's just it goes to show that just how how nice people have been, and also that we're kind of doing what we aim to do and build the build the league, build coverage towards the league, and obviously build relationships with people involved and fans as well. So many people have just been so kind over the past few months, and I just wanted to take this time to thank everybody for that. Kind of the reason that I'm kind of back doing what I'm doing is just everybody just saying how how much they've missed the the content and things like that, and obviously just to have that is so humbling just to to know that people care, and that I really greatly appreciate that. But we'll talk we'll, we'll talk about the action that took place over the weekend in the west of Scotland. So we'll start in the Premier Division. We will go through the scores just one at a time. Auchinleck Talbot nil, Darvel three, Bead Juniors nil, Hurlford United two, Clydebank two, Arvin Meadow three, Comic Juniors two, Canvas Lang Rangers nil, Glenafton one, Arthurley nil, Coenham Rangers two, Troon three, Kirk and Tillett, Rob Roy two, Peters Hill nil, Pollock nil, Lags Thistle nil. So we'll go through the games individually. We'll start obviously the big game. Of the weekend was undoubtedly Auchinleck Talbot now Darvel three a big result for Darvel obviously coming back off after a, a disappointing start losing at home to Cumnock going to to Auchinleck we know this is obviously one of the the big guy catching games over the season when they both meet against each other Darvel obviously champions for last season going to Auchinleck and winning three now is never ever easy but it's a massive performance for Darvel obviously that I think it's safe to say that the red card to Gareth Armstrong was a big factor in the the game. Darwell, I think, were 1-0 up and Auckland missed a penalty. Obviously, Gareth gets sent off, but Darwell showing the clinical the clinical edge that they had last season and, and killing the game off, really. Two fantastic goals later on by Alan McKenzie and Andy Stirling following on for Darrell Meggett's opening goal. 
as we say, that this, these are the games, if Darrow want to defend their title, these are the games they're going to have to win. And going there's a, a massive statement that they can go to a place like Auchinleck because we know just a difficult place to go and we know how well how well Auchinleck do it grinding out results. And it's a big statement from Darvel and we'll see obviously how Darvel bounce back. We've we've seen obviously a, a big result against Auchinleck from their, their comeback defeat, but a game on Friday night again as well against Colwinning will show their how well they're going to handle it. I think Darvel have been really good, really smart in recruitment over the summer, bringing in the likes of Ross Meakin from Forfa. Everybody knows just how good he is. Obviously, one of the standout players in the League 2 last season, so he's going to handle the step really. He's going to handle the kind of step down really well. He will be a real kind of solid foundation in the defence, along with the likes of uh, Chris Truesdale and Craig McGowan. I think I've mixed their names up. I apologise for that, but as we say, it's it's for Darvo. It, it was about keeping their core and going for promotion again. And I think they're in a good position to do that. And we'll see, obviously, how Darvo handles it. Auchinleck, on the other hand, obviously, it's going to be tough to regain the title. We they maybe haven't been as busy in the recruitment areas. I thought maybe they would be. Like they've signed up, obviously, Chris Staff on a permanent deal. The boy Ross Taylor, I've been hearing a lot of things from a lot of Auchinleck fans saying that he could be one to watch. I know he was quite, he was really impressive against Troon. It's going to be obviously Auchinleck. We know their their pedigree, what they do. Tucker sets them up really well. They can scrap ones out probably better than anybody in this division. So I think they'll 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 be challenging. I have no doubt they'll be challenging at the top of the table. It's just can they as are they able to to challenge Darvel? in the league throughout the campaign. I think Darvel put in a massive run last season. If Darvel are winning 3 now, does it suggest maybe that the gap's wider than we thought? I don't know. That's obviously over the course of the season we'll find that out. And obviously, Dar- eh, Auchinleck won't need to go to Darvel. There's- Darvel will obviously fancy, t- fancy themselves to improve off after their start, but it will be a big season for both teams and I think we'll be... I think the result, obviously, would the result have been the same with a red card? We don't know. Speaking to people at the game, I think Darvel's clinical edge showed and Auchinleck were maybe just about kind of out on their feet towards the end. It's it's going to be one of the days. You don't know. It's it's if buts and maybes with red cards and we know the, the situation, but a massive win for Darvel. We'll go next to B now, Hurlford 2. Hurlford have had a good start. Obviously, their, their first win following a 0-0 draw with Rob Roy. B did a good start against Canberra's Lang last week. Hurlford, I think, of that, that's a, a really good result for them. Going to be the one and two now again, never easy. Hurlford, I think we have to give massive props to the likes of Darren Henderson at, at Hurlford for, for what he's done over the past kind of 12 months. I mean, we were sitting here this time last year saying that Hurlford might struggle to stay up. They obviously had a remarkable season finishing sixth. Lost a big striker in Lewis Morrison, obviously went to Darvel. Tough to replace their goals, but they have recruited well, some smart players, a couple of signings for Coleman that likes a Ross Fisher coming in. They show that they can really go. I think they'll do I think they'll easily finish top half this season. I've no doubt the the thing with Huddleford they'll obviously want to do better than six, but will they be able to with a lot of kind of other clubs improving, will they be able to kind of stay in front of them? That's obviously over the course of the season we'll find more of that. But massive credit to Huddleford for a, a big result. Going going to be is a great result. Bees, I have no problems with them either. I think they're going to do quite well as also they've kept their, their kind of big forward players like likes of Josh Fowler, Kenny McLean, Paul Fries. Some good signings in there as well. Like the Strainy, we know what Strainy can do. Strainy's obviously came for Kowani and he's got the background in the, the league. 
they will be fine. I think B, obviously last week as well, Kenny McLean, we have to give a mention to him. He's he's still doing it. He's shows that uh, class is permanent and he's he's got the class to be a really good striker at this level and scoring two goals last week and I think he will be a key player for B this season. Next result, Clyde Bank two, Arvin Medal three. But a surprise actually. I didn't see this one coming. I thought it would be I thought Clyde Bank would maybe edge this one out. Like Arvin Meadow, Callum Graham with a, a magnificent hat trick. He's up for player of the week as well. So if you're an Arvin Meadow fan and you're watching this and you might still have time to vote for him. Another big big result for Arvin Meadow. I know they, they want they wanted to bounce back after losing the, the first game of the season to go winning. That's that's the way to do it. Go to Clyde Bank. That's where you're going to need to do it to, if you want to kind of move up the league. And I do think the likes are in Meadow, and obviously we'll touch and come up next. They, I think they will be better than last season. They've recruited well. I was really impressed with Arvin Meadow's recruitment over the summer. We were in Clyde Bank. Really good result last week against Arthurley. Like a massive props to Gordon Moffat in last season as well. A really good Scottish Cup run. Finishing fourth, uh, I think I underestimated just how good an, an, an accomplishment that was for Clyde Bank. They'll be aiming for more of the same this season, possibly improving to try and get into that top three. I would imagine, I'm looking forward to seeing them on Saturday. I'll touch on where I'm going on Saturday, but I am, I think Clyde Bank will be fine. I think Clyde Bank will be fine. It was just a, a crazy game by the sounds of it. I think, I think the fans get their money's worth. Two goals for Clyde Bank, three for Irvin Meadow and Callum Graham scoring a hat-trick. There's not much else to to say a really impressive result for Urban Meadow and they'll be looking to improve as the season goes on, as will Clyde Bank. We have Cumnock Jr. sitting at the top of the table. Jordan Moore with two goals for Cumnock. Got them a 2-0 home win over Canvas Lang Rangers to capitalise on obviously the big one against Darville last week. I think Cumnock are going to be the team to watch this season. I think they'll be the they will definitely be the team that will improve. I can see Cumnock trying to break into the kind of top four, top five of the league. Like they managed to stay up last season. Obviously Brian came in Brian McGinnity came in kind of quite late into the season. Their recruitment has been superb, I think. The likes of Mark McLennan coming in. The likes of Jared Willett, uh, Jamie Bartley as well. Some terrific additions to that team. Keeping it losing a few players did I thought maybe Cumnock will struggle. They've replaced them well. I think Mark McLennan is possibly, I've spoken about this a few times in the show, I think Mark McLennan's a magnificent signing. So, Cumnock are obviously at the top of the table. I think they're the only team with six points, I believe, which is which shows you that this league is going to be extremely competitive, but the best way to start the best way to start is with victories and two wins so far. Cumnock are in a, a good run of form. Will they keep it up? That's again, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see, but I think with Brian, they've got a really good manager, someone who knows the league. I can see Cumnock being a good team this season. I think though Cambers Lang, we were in Cambers Lang. We know it was going to be difficult to replace the goals of like Sir Scott Williamson and uh, John Gemmell. Will they be able to to handle the big league? That's obviously we'll find out over the course of the season. But they'll be looking to to get a win as quickly as possible. It's obviously a big step up coming from the conferences into the the Premier Division. It's not a easy start. It's obviously be than Cumnock, but they'll be hoping to put a wee run together and obviously. They'll be looking to get some goals in in the next few few games ahead of the a kind of busy busy period. As you say, you don't. It's obviously you want to get off to a fast start. You you don't want to get in a rock at this the start of the season because you you just you see yourself at the bottom and it's just you, that gap can get quite wide. So again, Cambers Lang, I I don't know how they'll get on, but it'll be interesting to see. I think they'll likes of David Cox coming in as well. It's going to be interesting to see how they got on. 
Co-1 and Rangers 2, Troon 3. All reports was this was a magnificent game. Uh, Kyle, uh, Dale Moore, sorry, get the, the winner for Troon right at the end. I think Co-1 and were 2-0 up. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but Co-1-in as well, I, I was on record as saying I thought co and would have a really good season, bringing David Gormley in. Some of the signings have been terrific. Chris Miller in the middle of the park is going to be a terrific addition, obviously, not just on the park, but for to help younger players through. Everybody knows how much I, I admire likes of Thomas Collins and Gavin Miller, keeping names big. Uh, Dylan Markins with Sterling, I'm a huge fan of. So, co had a good start in the, the opening day against Evan Meadow, but a disappointing result, losing, obviously, at home to Troon. But you have to give full props to Troon. What a magnificent result that is, especially obviously coming coming back to win. All reports well. It was a a massive display from Troon to massive courageous fight back as well, which you need you need at this level and you need in this league where it's going to be every week's going to be a a slugfest. It really is. I think we're going to see some. And we're going to see some goals throughout the season, but I think we're also going to see really tight results. You're going to see a lot of teams coming from behind. This is a big result for Troon, obviously, going from... I think Troon's priority will be to stay in the league, but obviously they want to compete in the kind of middle of the table as well. It'll be interesting to see how they got on, but they've got a good management team, Jimmy Cutwood, Dean Keenan. Obviously, we know how good they are. That's a really, I am really impressed with this result as well, and I think I think Troon will be worth keeping an eye on. I did have my doubts, like, would they be able to, to kind of take that next step this season, but... A result of that's a good start, and by all reports, the week before they held Auchinleck really well. Who obviously Auchinleck won the game, just I think by the skin of their teeth. But I'm a big fan of the project at Troon. I know there's a lot of ambition at the club to to move forward. They're obviously getting their floodlights in. They're going to redo the park, I think, as well. Like Troon are a big side in this this division, and they'll be wanting to stay in it. And wins like this will be big for them. Kirk and Tillock, Rob Roy too. Peters Hill now again. Rob Roy, good start as well. We had a tremendous season last year, considering the start they had. Like to, to stay in the league for Rob Roy, I, I don't think many people would have put their money on that like this time last year. A big start as well, John. Going to Hurlford and drawing now, now, and then beating Peters Hill 2 0. Max, he's done a great job here. Stuart Maxwell deserves a bunch of credit for how well he's done at the club. And they're another team, obviously, they are looking to move into a new home. They're looking to obviously retain their status in the league and build on the season ahead and it's going to be it's going to be a big season for Rob Roy and wins like this are always good. Peters Hill, obviously new to the league. I do have my doubts about Peters Hill, I'm not going to lie. I think uh, losing Martin Lachlan was, was a big loss. Losing likes of Ronan Sweeney, Stephen Doherty, likes Anthony Eady away as well. While the Canberra's come in, uh, we spoke to him obviously in the season preview. It's it's going to be a big job. It's it's going to be a big step up. It's not been the best start. Obviously, losing your first two games. And by all reports, as though that against Pollard they played really well. They just didn't. They just obviously didn't get the chances. But Peters Hill, it will be interesting to see if they can take the step up. They'll they'll be wanting to get a win on the board as soon as possible. I think they've got to come looking two weeks time. I think we'll. I think I'll be at that game, so I'll get my chance to look and see how Peters Hill have have handled the kind of step up to the league but it'll be interesting to see how they got on but Rob Roy obviously a big result for them they're sitting on four points so far Paul now Largstissel now Largstissel are one of the few unbeaten teams in the league so far they've picked up one 1-1 draw against Glenarton in match day one and then obviously holding Paul to a now now draw by all reports from what we heard throughout our kind of coverage that Lag's done really well again to hold Paul to a now now draw Paul I think had plenty of shots just couldn't couldn't capitalise but Pollock as well, 
Good start for them the week before, obviously going to Peters Hill and winning 3-1. Dylan Dykes with a double, Stephen Doherty getting on the, the score sheet as well. I think Pollock will improve, I do. I think this, this result's big for Largs. I think Largs will be obviously looking to keep the keep the goals despite losing Will Sewell. They'll be looking to replace their goals drastically. One goal in two games, we'll see. Hopefully they can keep it going. Hopefully they can improve the their goal statistics and find a finding it a lot more often this season. But losing a big striker, we see obviously how it's going. Will Sewell obviously getting a move to Stenhouse Muir. He's done really well. Pollock losing a big player in Matty Grant to Shunrar. And I think we I think this move shows that just how how much uh, interest this league's gathering. Like you you see the likes of Will Sewell going to Stenhouse Muir, Matty Grant going to Stranraer. Even the league below shots lost Danny Burns to I think he went to Stirling Albion. Like the Wests, like people are taking notes of the West, and they, they so should be because there's a lot of terrific players in there. And it's good to see players like Matty Grant getting a move because I think Matty Grant had a terrific season last year. He will handle the step up to SPFL really well. I'm I'm thinking he will do really well at Shunrar. He's under a, a coach like Jamie Hamill who'll know know his pedigree and things like that. So that'll be a, a good move for him. But Pollock as well, they'll be looking to obviously get their SFA license. They will be looking to make some ground this year. They weren't too far behind the likes of Auchinleck and Darville in third place, but they'll be looking to close that gap this season. So keep an eye on Pollock. The final game in the West of Scotland Premier Division was a game I covered live. Glen Afton won after the nil. It was not the best spectacle. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was kinda just a a weird game. There was a there wasn't a lot happening. Glen Afton took an early league through Shug Kerr. It was his first goal for Glen Afton in the league since arriving in January. I do think once he gets gets a wee run, he will score a few goals for Glen Afton. I think he's a big game striker. Obviously coming for Rossville last season, he's he's took time to settle in at the Glens, but under like some Mark Roberts, Ryan Stevenson's there. He'll get the goals, and there's the building player, the building chances as well. I thought it was a a weird game. I I thought Arthur Lee would show better than they did. I thought I think they kind of tried to match Glen Afton like we're playing the long ball, and by everything I've heard about Arthur Lee over the past couple of seasons, as they like to play the ball on the ground, but they'll be looking to get get off the mark in the next couple of weeks. They've they've got a, I think they go to Irvine Meadow next week. That'll be a, a good test for them to see if they can get something out of that. Irvin Meadow will be riding a, a crest after a big result against Clyde Blank, but I was disappointed a wee bit with Arthurly. I thought they would be a bit better, but again, it's still early days and obviously the situation we're losing Andy to, to work commitments and uh, Craig Palmer coming in as manager, just, it will take time. Obviously, I spoke to Craig about it, just how how we got on, how he's settling in, how the squad's settling in. Like, it was a weird game. I'm not going to lie. It, was, it wasn't the best spectacle, but it was decided early. Glen Afton probably should have had more goals. I think they'll be disappointed they didn't add to the one now. I think, but Arthurly as well, you could say a couple of chances in the second half. They hit the bar with a free kick. They should have had a penalty. They should have. I think the the referee missed a pass back as well. There was a lot going on in that game. Like I, I, I think the officials will will wish they they could have had their way, their way again with that game. It was just a, a weird game and all sorts, but. Great to be back at a game, and I will pass the floor over to Mark Roberts and Craig Palmer, who were getting interviewed about the game. I spoke to them just after on their both sides. So joined by Glen Afton assistant manager Mark Roberts. Mark, was it the best spectacle with three points? Holy matters, isn't it? That's it. Uh, after last week, we were, we were disappointed only getting a point away to Largs, so to get the win today was vital. Uh, we didn't play great. I thought it was wee, wee bits of the game that were very good, but there was a lot that we really need to improve on. 
And though you look at the scoreline, it was only 1 0, we'd probably have won the game by about 3 or 4 uh, with a couple of chances we had there. So. But as I say, three points and it sets us up for a great game next year at Wake Paul. And how big was that to get the early goal and just kind of calm everything for you? It probably calmed that a wee bit, but I still feel so much to get the higher. So to get that goal, especially the first home game of the season is good. Uh, I think I'll he's missing next week, which is disappointing. But as I say, to get your first goal and get us up on the first three points of the season, we're delighted for him. Uh, how good has it been, obviously, during the summer? Like, Paul Pate coming in. How big has that experience been? Aye, it's great. He'll be a massive player for us. Uh, him and Jambo in there, they're in my partner. We've not got a better midfield pair the whole week up for me. Grew in there as well, so there's a lot of experience. Holly Roll, too. Shuggy's obviously an experienced boy, and we've got a lot of younger guys running about them that have got great legs that can get up on the pitch. And we've got a good balance, yeah, we just need to get a, a, everybody back for suspension, everybody fit, and we're okay. All right, Marco, thank you very much. Hey, brother, Paul. So, we're joined by the athlete manager, Craig Palmer. Craig, what was your thoughts on the performance of 1 0 defeat today? I thought, I thought at times it was just it was a Scrappy game for us and all, we didn't do, we didn't do a lot of things right. Uh, we knew we've gone in graft and played to our strengths, they play a lot of balls in the channels, chase them down, back it up, settings are very well organised, we spoke about that. Just felt when we got the ball, we didn't do, we didn't get the ball, we, we tried to get a good through and do what they do. And uh, it just wasn't like a fit, we contributed to it, kind of defeat there, if I'm being honest. And how much I can have? early goal and how kind of hard was it to kind of regain oh, the shape after that? That kills you, absolutely kills you. Um, to come for us, to, for us to have the ball left back, to then put a ball in the middle and within two two touches it's, it's, it's one nothing when you've got the ball. It's, uh, it it can't happen. At this level it can't happen. And uh, the, the boys, listen, there's no excuses for it. It's right in the back foot and it's uh, Two games out of the season, but like two defeats, how can that important is it to get hit the ground running the next couple of games? Oh, massive, massive. Listen, I said to the boys today, I felt this was a, a even though it was the second game, I felt it was a massive, massive game for us because played in this league long enough as well and I've been involved in it. But your start determines where, where you're kicking about in the boat or where you're kicking about up the tap. And I mean, that's two, listen, I can sit here and so grapes and say I don't think they deserve to lose that today. Didn't think I thought last week was kind of a harsh one on the boys as well. No, no, the other teams didn't deserve them. But listen, that's that's the that's the, the choice of this league. It's all good teams and it's all teams that put you at the sword if you're not on your game. So listen, I, again, I, I, th I felt I felt we were better last week than this week, wasn't he? I don't think we were very good this week, if I'm being honest. Um, but still felt we could have maybe nicked the draw. Um, but listen, congratulations to Gareth Afton. They've got the win, they've, they're organised and they've done well. So congratulations to them. Okay, they're unlucky, no, they only got a penalty there. Listen, I can't, I can't say much about the referees as I'm kind of suspended today due to not even saying anything to them, I was swearing, so uh, we'll not get into that, but I can't say much. Uh, I felt I felt that and I felt, not that it changed the, the, the play, listen, it was one that left, it was, I even felt that I mean, when Leiden gets booked to that boy, the boy, I can see for the far side, the boy clearly kicks him in the face and he gets a booking. And then you're talking at the penalty as well, I, I, I mean, I, I think it's an elbow, 
Uh, I felt it happened in the first half as well with another striker when Big Lewis was defending as well. I seen these things happen in the game. The referees, uh, listen, it's not going to change our performance. The, the, the referees made his decision on that. I do think the man, the boot to the face is a red card defended that, but I'm not a referee, so on the performance it doesn't change it. Huge thanks to Marco and Craig for doing that for the channel. We'll be doing that more often. Every game we're at, we're hoping to speak to managers and players, so we'll have that as part of this show, so keep an eye on that. Move on to the first division, just a wee rundown of the results. Blantyre 1, Quartlets 2, Drumchapel 2, Rutherglen 0, Garkian 1, Thornywood 0, Johnston 1, Coburnley 4, Neilston 2, Benburb 0, Excuse me, Rossville 1, Shots 5, St. Cadillac's 2, Cumbernauld 2, St. Rock's 7, Bonneton 1. I think we start with a big game over the weekend, which was uh, Coburnley going to Johnson and winning 4 1. That's a massive result for them. I think that these are two teams who could be serious in promotion, but you could say that probably with all 16 teams, to be honest, because this league is the most competitive league in the, the, whole, the whole five divisions. Um, it's so hard to call this. I think every week, if you if you can pick five teams out of this every week in a coupon, you'll be. And you, I think you'll be lucky if you get it once because it's so hard. There's so many teams in there who can beat each other. There's at the top and the bottom, I think. There's only really, there's about nine or ten teams that you could say could be chancing themselves for promotion. Like, it's so hard, but Coburnley going to Johnson's a massive statement and winning 4-1. Johnson, very well drilled under Jamie McCann, but Coburnley going there and scoring four goals and very clinical. John Scullion scoring a double. They've recruited well under Tommy Malloy. Tommy's obviously there now himself. Obviously, Sean had left. I can see, I think Coburnley are probably picked to win the league this season. I think they'll be really strong. It won't be that a case of a team will run away with this league. I'd be very surprised if that happens because there's a load of teams that will challenge at the top in that league. But sitting top of the league just now are Quartlett's Victoria. They had a really good start winning against the Rocks last week and then going to Blantyre and picking up a huge 2 1 win. Likes of Gordon and Ian, they're they doing a really good... They couldn't have got off to a better start and they'll be hoping to pick up on that. A really impressive result going to Blantyre, which is, as we see, it's never easy to go to. We'll say that about a lot of teams, but you go to Blantyre and one two one, you'll you'll take that every day of the week. So Whitlitz are off to a really fast start. They'll be very happy with that. Next game, obviously, Shorts going to Rossville and winning 5-1. That's all, you'll, you'll take that every day. Shorts, I think, will... I think they'll do well this season. I know losing Danny Burns, I thought that would be tough, but they're spreading the goals about. I think Taylor Evans got two, I believe, and they're spreading goals out, so that's needed for a team like Shorts losing a big player like Danny Burns. The situation at Rossville, I would be worried about them, not because, obviously, of things, just losing a lot of the players, obviously, coming down for the Premier Division, a lot of the players have moved on. A new management team coming in with a new, having to kind of, Start for the start for the bottom and just kind of start for scratch could be tough. I know obviously the the off field situation with splitting for the academy is not helping, but that's obviously that's not going to that's not going to impact. It might impact results, like it might impact the the players' kind of mentality and things like that. But it will be difficult for Rossville, but not the best of starts. But we'll see obviously how they got on through the season. They've got a really good management team. I've a lot of time for Kevin Kelly as well. There he's been really really good. He's a really good guy on and off the field, so huge respect to them, but Shorts a terrific result. St. Rock's a massive 7-1 victory, like you would go into Whitlitz and losing 2-0, you would think, would that be a wee stinger, but to 
you can't bounce back any better scoring seven against Bonneton. Again, Bonneton are, are they a team that's going to maybe struggle in the, the first division this season? It'll be interesting to see. I hope they don't because I really like how they how the setup is down there. Obviously, I've spoke to Ross Wilson as well when I know their ambitions and hopefully they can get it right. But St. Rocks, you've got to tip your hat off to them. A massive result. And again, it'll give them a huge boost. You don't want to start your season with a defeat, but to start with a defeat and then come back and score seven your next game, it shows that the, the players have some got some really good character and that's a really impressive result. St. Cardiff's two, Cumbernauld two. St. Cardiff's has started with two draws. I think they'll be a team, a lot of, a, a lot of pack teams will be looking to see how they got on this season. They're a really impressive side. Cumbernauld as well starting with a terrific result against from Chapel last week at home. 4-0. They will be hoping as well to be getting back up the league. I know Tony Fraser's keen to get back up the league as soon as possible. Kevin Watt, I am a very, I'm very impressed with him. I think he'll be a terrific player for them this season. I think he scored again this week as well. So they're two teams that I think will be out for promotion. Nielsen beating Ben Bob too now. That that I think shows you just how unpredictable this league will be. Like you'll have teams beating each other every week. You won't see I, I think you'll be very surprised if I see a team going in like a three, four game run on here, like winning. This league is so competitive. Like Nielsen are a good side, Ben Bob are a really good side. They'll be both looking to to get as far up the table as possible. And a two 0 win for Nielsen is huge. And I'm th- I think that that probably could be one of the the best results of the weekend. Drumchapel United 2, Rutherglen 0. Drumchapel again bouncing back for a heavy defeat in their opening game. A 2-0 win over Rutherglen, who I know are trying to get up as well. Drumchapel have done some really good business over the summer. Like, so obviously, the, the marquee signing, David Templeton, former Rangers and Hearts. But they've, they've got a really good squad as well. Like, so Martin Green, uh, Taylor Finnegan's really good players in that team and a really good management team as well. Adam Hopes has done a terrific job there. Gart Cairn got their first one of the season. I won their win over Thornywood. They'll be buzzing with that. Mick Dunlop, obviously, we've had on the show. Very, very good setup down there. And I really hope that they can kind of build on. Thornywood as well. They would, uh, they'll, they'll do fine. I think they'll be a team to watch as well. There's so many things in, uh, that you'll never be able to predict this league. It's so difficult. And you look at there's 16 teams in that league. And realistically, it could be one of the tightest leagues I think we've seen in for many years. I, I couldn't predict that league. I'm not even going to attempt to. I think Coburnley will be good. I really think Coburnley does a really good field down there. I think Tommy's obviously recruited well. Spent more, obviously getting a pre-season under their belt. I think they took the, the job last season at a difficult time. They did well. They did steady the ship, but it was just wasn't enough to get them, obviously, their, their Premier uh, Division safety. But they'll be hoping to get back into the Premier Division as soon as possible, and I think they, I think they'll be hoping they can. But yeah, a really good week in the First Division, and I think that league will be looking at some funny results over the season. Another really competitive league. Let's get into the Second Division. We'll just get through the, those results. Craig Mark three, Glasgow United two, fourth one, Glasgow Uni nil, Glasgow Perthshire nil, Yorker three, Greenock Juniors three, St Anthony's two, Coalside Rangers one, Ardeer three. Mabel 1, Mary Hill 0, Muirkirk 1, Ashfield 7, and Wishaw 1, Renfrew 2, Renfrew 2, sorry. The result that sticks out straight away, Muirkirk 1, Ashfield 7, Ashfield scoring 7 goals away to Muirkirk, that's magnificent for them, and again, Muirkirk scoring 4 goals away last week to Mary Hill, that's magnificent for them. You've got to think about this league as well, like, I think every league you've got to look at and think, we're going to see some crazy results throughout the season, but Ashfield's obviously under uh, Mac Oliver. 
one and seven one. That's a magnificent result for them. Obviously, they've again lost a few players like Sir Ryan McManus away. Again, that'll do massive confidence for their team that they can they can score seven goals. And if you can score you can score seven goals in that league, then I mean, not that you won't see that result many times in that league because it's so competitive. And Newcraft, I think, will be a team to keep an eye on as well. But Ashfield, yeah, you've got to give credit to them. A massive result. Craig Mark, three. Glasgow United, two. Let's just go down it as well. Uh, Craig Mark, uh, one of only two teams to start start with two wins in this league. I think Craig Mark will be eye in the top three anyway. And Ryan Caddis obviously knows the game, knows how to build teams. They've got some really good players, the likes of uh, Stephen Tan, Jordan Ryan, Ryan Connolly is at a great start. Four goals in two games. Glasgow United, all reports, they'll be hard done. They'll be feeling hard done by not to come away with a point. They've had a, a good start as well. I think they won the first game, day as well, beating Glasgow Perthshire. Yeah, I think Glasgow United will be another team as well that will do fine. They'll be looking to to make a mark in that league. But Craig Mark, I would keep an eye on them for the season. I think they could be really I think it could be a, a big season for them and I think they could be eyeing the, the promotion places. Fourth Wanderers as well, one 0 one over Glasgow Uni. Glasgow Uni did a terrific result the week before beating Ardea. Fourth are a team to keep an eye on on I know obviously they'll be they've kept most of their their core. They'll be keen to to move up the the system as well. Like a one 0 one against Glasgow Uni, you'll take that and Fourth will be a team to keep an eye on. Yoker are the other team that are got a hundred percent record so far, going to Glasgow Perthshire and winning three 0 Obviously, won last week. I I think a lot of people thought Yoker would be wouldn't be as wouldn't be sitting anywhere near the top of the league after two games losing a lot of their, their players last season who left after their junior cup final run. A lot of big a lot of kind of teams in the Premier Division, the first division, kind of snapped them up. So. I think a lot of folk would th- thought, think they would struggle, but they've had a really good start. You can't ask for a better start. Gordon Robertson's done a terrific job in his first two games. I worry a bit for Glasgow Perthshire. I think they'll be. I think when you look at their their kind of team and things like that, I think somebody was was saying that last week as well. It's difficult for the. It's it's difficult if you're not if you've not got a continuous kind of level of consistency, which I think they will struggle, and. I don't really know much about Glasgow Perthshire. Like, I, you fall, I obviously follow their, their teams and things like that, and they've got a different team every week, so it's hard to keep that consistency. If, you're, if you've not got a settled team, how are you meant to uh, pick up results and build a consistent run? So we'll see how the season goes for them, but I think Yoker, massive credit to them, and they're sitting, sitting at the top of the league along with Craig Mark. Uh, Greenock 3, St Anthony's 2. I know there's a bit of controversy with this. I think St, a- St Anthony's will be uh, feeling hard done by they didn't get a point. Don't know if you've seen it, but yeah, they go- it was over the line. You should have had a point out of that. But again, a big one for Greenock. And a really, really entertaining game. Five goals in the game. Probably should have been six. But Ian Nixon as well, he'll be looking to get Greenock in a wee run. And a win over St Anthony's at home. That's a big result. Ardea, they are they done really well over the weekend. Winning 3-1 away to Coseyes Rangers. Again, our will be looking to to get up the leagues as well. They've done really well to get Quinster second division status. So a big result for them going away, winning away from home. You'll take that every weekend. And Coalsides Rangers, I don't know if they'll be what they'll be like over the course of the season. Like that, as are they going to be able to go in a wee run? It'll be interesting to see how they get on over the season. But huge result for Ardeer and a, a massive massive credit to them and uh, Sean Kenny has obviously done really well with difficult summer for them obviously with the the situation with the ownership but obviously I, th- I believe it's been resolved and 
they were looking to just get onto on to on-field matters and focus on what's going to be happening over the course of the season. On the park, Mabel won, Mary Hill now Mabel, I think, will be really good this season. I think they've done some excellent recruitment. Carla Walker's been there for a long, long time, knows the game inside out. He's a terrific manager. I really think Mabel will do well. Mary Hill, obviously, under Mark Young, it'll be difficult to see how they got on. A bad first game losing to Muirkirk at home. I think they lost 4-1. So they'll be hoping to get a wee run going as soon as possible. You'd, it's they'll be want to get out of the rock. You don't want to be losing too many games at the at the early stages of the season. But again, Mabel a good result for them. Wishaw one, Renfrew two. Renfrew obviously keeping their wee run going. They started by a draw in their opening game, and they'll be hoping again to win the game two one. They won two one against Wishaw. Again, difficult place to go, and that's a big result for them. And they've got some really good players as well, bringing in Stephen Stolen who, as an experienced pro, obviously spent time at Rangers. They've got the really good partnership of Kieran Diver and Scott Morton. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of that partnership. I think they scored over 70 goals last season, but they have done absolutely excellent this season so far. And I think a lot of people fancy Renfrew to be up in the promotion places. And I, I think they've got a partnership scoring goals like that. I think it's hard to disagree. So I think it's worth keeping an eye on Renfrew. Wishaw, I think, will do fine as well. I think they'll be... They'll be keen to get a one on the board quickly, so we'll be interested to see how the season goes. But I think Renfrew, Renfrew and Craig Mark for me, I think are the two teams to watch in that division, and closely followed by like some able. So, yeah, that's another. Again, you look at that league, and you're going to see some crazy results over the course of the season. But again, terrific so far, and we'll we'll see how the season goes for all the teams. Third division, let's get into that. Adrossen one, Vela leaving now. Bells Hill two, Garvin three. Fnac 5, Royal Albert 1, Arvin Victoria 8, Les Mahego 0, Lanark 3, Dorai 1, Luger 2, Lark Hall 1, New Mains 2, East Kilbride Thistle 2, Port Glasgow 4, Kaluk 1 and Sulcoats 1, Kelo 3. So far this season there have been 3 games played, obviously it was a midweek, game, midweek section during the, uh, during the week and Wednesday. At the top of the league so far, we have Lanark and Kello, obviously with three wins so far. Lanark, a terrific result, 3-1 over Dolrai. I think a lot of people think Lanark will do really well this season. Keen to see how both teams got on as well. Kello, Greg Gallagher, obviously going in for Luger. Really good start for both teams. You'll be ho- They'll be hoping to pick the, to keep that going as quickly as possible. And as you say, you can't beat an early start. And three wins out of three, you're certainly going the right way about it. So Lanark and Kello with big results over the weekend. The, the eye-catching one there is Arvin Victoria 8, Les Mahego 0. I don't know what happened there. I, uh, Arvin Victoria were very clinical. Uh, Franny Kilpatrick, we mentioned for him, terrific performance for him. Angus scored three. Tremendous performance there. Les Mahego, I didn't see that coming from Les Mahego. I thought Les Mahego would be better than that so far. I don't think it was a bad start as well, so I don't know what happened there, but a tremendous result for Arvin Vicks. Fenar obviously come up for the fourth division. They were a good start. Two five one wins at home in the first three games. You can't ask for anything, anything better than that. And I think they'll be a team who will be keen to, to move up again this season. So for that, a big mention to them. A Drossen one, Vela leaving now. That's a good result for obviously Gavin Freels. I think that could be a Drossen could be a team to keep an eye on as well. They've got a tremendous management team. Gavin Freels is there. Uh, Chris McGowan, tremendous team, tremendous uh, management team. They know how to win. They'll be keen to keep it going at that level and obviously get a drossing up the leagues. Garvin get their first one on the board, a 3-2 win away to Bells Hill. 
I've been a huge fan of Gavin's recruitment. They've done really well over the season. Mark Maley's he knows what he wants to do. They're a team with a lot of ambition. They've obviously got the floodlights installed. They're keen to, although they're, I think they're the first team in the, I think they're the first team in the West to get their SFA membership. So they'll be desperate to push up the leagues, and I think they've got a big chance. I think they've done well. There's a there's a certain level of recruitment there. I think that people will be enjoying. Luger, they got off to they they get the first one of the season a two one one over Lark Call, again a new management team. They'll be looking to to push on throughout the season. And again, we've we'll, we'll speak to guys at Luger over the course of the season. I think they'll I think they'll be keen to push up the leagues. They've signed a few good players. They'll be hoping to push up over the course of the season and a, a first one in three games. That's they'll be hoping to get a second one as soon as possible. So yeah, I think Luger will be good this season. Uh, New Mains 2, East Kilbride 2, massive point for New Mains against, against a lot of people's fancy for that league, East Kilbride Thistle. They've obviously brought in a lot of players with a lot of experience. They'll be keen to go up the leagues. Uh, Aaron Connolly as well getting on the score sheet. Uh, it's always great to see Aaron doing well. Uh, New Mains as well, like, you know, a lot of people would probably fancy them to be you know, towards the relegation places, but a, a 2-2 draw against a team like East Kilbride is a massive result. Great to see Port Glasgow on a 4-1-1 over Kaluk. I know Stevie Wilson there is determined to build something and I think he's he's going the right way about it. Tremendous result, 4-1 against Kaluk. I don't know about Kaluk. I think they'll be, I'll be keen to see how they got on over the season. I think they could be a team that we'll be hoping to to rely on their home form. I think they'll be keen to see how they got on at home. I think Port Glasgow will be a team to keep an eye on as well. There's so many, Again, that's another really competitive league and obviously 19 teams in it. It's going to be interesting to see how they go on. You've got Vela Clyde as well, who didn't play over the weekend. They had a, quite a solid start. Another competitive league. I think that's that's a symbol with the West this season. It's going to be extremely competitive. I don't think, although you're, you've got an 8-0 and a 5-1 in there, you're going to see a lot of tight games and a lot of competitive action. So it's going to be really good. The new fourth division, let's get into that. We'll get into the results over the weekend. They are BSC Glasgow 3, Easterhouse 1, Eglinton 1, Thorn 3. Harmony Road now, Rossville two, St Peter's one, Coalsyth Athletic two, three four, Campbelltown pupils now, and West Park United three, Glenvale two. Let's start with West Park. They're one of the four teams in the league who've got off to hundred uh, percent starts. Two wins out of two. They scored a last minute winner to beat Glenvale. I think there's a lot of ambition at that club, and I know they've done really well in the amateurs over the years. They'll be keen to move up the leagues, and I know. Uh, Barry McLaughlin, exit Marin, he'll be he's he's in now the manager there. I think he left Glenville. I think somebody can correct me on that to go and take that job, and he's he's looking again like there's a lot of ambition there, and like I I don't even I think the Nathan McClelland I think scored for them or uh, the weekend. I don't even think he's sixteen, so it shows they've got a lot of young players keen to keen to showcase their talents at that stage. So it's going to be very good over the course of the season to see how they got on. Three Rovers are another team with 100% records. Obviously, there was a lot of talk about their switch to the West from the South. I, I'm, ho- I'm hoping to speak to Three over the season and can I ask the, the question of why they, took, why they took that step because you go from the South where realistically, you could be, if you think about it this way, you could be playing in the SPFL in two years if you want, really want to push for that. But instead, they've chosen the route of the West where... They have to start in the fourth, so they're gonna. Ha- it's gonna take them maybe six years if they want to get SPFL ambitions or move up the leagues. But obviously, I would imagine it's down to want to be more competitive. I, I, I think the South, obviously, I think it's not nowhere near the level of the West. I think so. Again, 
but I think three will be really hard to beat in this league. I think they're a really top team. They've kept the majority of their players that they, uh, they had from last season. They've signed a few in for Dolbiti, who've got that Lowland League experience. I think three will be good in this league. I think I think you'll be seeing three move up the leagues over the course of the next few years. Go South Athletic beats St Peter's 2-1. They've got off to a really good start as well with their two wins. Youngest manager in Scottish football, Bailey Hanlon. I think he's only 22. Magnificent to see that. I really hope Kosaith Athletic do well last season. Obviously, just picked by Fanart in the league in their first season. They'll be keen to win the league. That's That'll be their ambition. So, good to see Kosaith obviously getting a win as well. St Peter's, a lot of good guys there as well. Uh, again, there's all 12 teams in this league will be looking, will be, will be ambitious. They'll be wanting to move up the leagues as soon as possible. That's why they chose the West. That's why they want to be in it. Rossville Academy as well. We know the, the story about splitting for the the first team, they've got off to a winning start, two wins for two games, beating Harmony Road 2-0. Those are your four teams. I think those four teams could be <coughs> looking to kind of get up that league as soon as possible. So I'll be keen to see how they got on. I think three teams go up as well. So it'll be keen to see what happens over the season. But a terrific start for Rossville. Thorn Athletic, they get their first one of the season, going to Eglinton and winning 3-1. They obviously lost their first game at St. Peter's. That was a game that kicked off the West season for this year. And BSE Glasgow getting a win on the board, beating Easter House 3-1. Again, that'll be another league to keep an eye on. There'll be loads of competitive action. I think that's going to be a terrific league. That is us for the, the review this week. I promise in the next episode we'll be joined by a guest. I've just kind of decided to do this quickly just to get it out for Wednesday. Thank you very much to everyone that's tuned in. I hope everybody enjoyed it. And again, thank you very much to everyone who supported the channel and our West of Scotland coverage. It's great to have relationships with all the clubs. And we're looking forward to providing that on a weekly basis on this show. Thanks very much to everyone that's tuned in. And we'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.